Hello everyone and welcome to Keep Going with Grant Savage, yours truly here. This is the series about everything at this point, but in all seriousness, it's about keeping positive, having goals, and just seeing where life can lead you to. And as I've mentioned in every episode so far, this series is inspired by my fitness journey through the world of combat sport, boxing specifically, and just people I met along the way doing it, and those who influenced this path that I'm on. So those who are listening for the first time, welcome those who have listened to every episode so far thank you and welcome back okay so this is episode number eight which is quite mad when you think about it because when i initially planned this last year it was going to be like a quick three or four episode thing and wrapped up so the fact that i've kind of doubled that already is a shock to me because this wasn't the plan but things happen for a reason and here we are okay so where we are we are now in may where has this year gone so far i remember the bleakness of january lockdown and training outside in the cold park in minus one degrees and now we're pretty much approaching summer this year is flying by and by the looks of things especially in the uk things are on the up i don't want to jinx it too much but things are slowly there's a light at the end of the tunnel that's what i'm trying to say and realizing this it made me think hang on at some point i'm going to have to return to the gym the proper boxing gym because when you think about it i haven't seen these people in a year and will the gym even be the same type of gym it was before covid we just don't know we're just all stepping into the unknown hoping to get some form of normality back and i've clearly made it no secret during this last year that i've carried on with my fitness journey and boxing i've done everything in my power to stay on path to stay on schedule and keep training keep learning and as a result my fitness has got better i look fitter in the sense of oh wow you know he's kept the weight off and all that stuff I know more about boxing now i know a bit more skill i'm not perfect no one's perfect but i know more than i knew before everything went kaput in the world and because I've trained and stayed committed to this sport I often think how I would like to be perceived when I go back to the gym in the sense that I don't want to be seen as the headless chicken just trying to get to know what to do in this sport I would like people to think oh wow I can tell Grant's really stayed on path with his fitness and took his time to I'm not, I'm hosting a podcast about it come on now you can't say I'm not committed I just don't want my hard work to be played down not that I'm saying that it's anyone's job to say, Grant, you're doing brilliantly because everyone's got their own lives and that. I completely understand that. But to say, simple, you know, even if they think it in their mind, thinking, I see Grant, I see what he's doing. I see, well done to him. Just that acknowledgement, you know? But it is what it is. I'm not going to cry about it if I don't get it. But I know myself that I'm validated. I've done well to keep up with this. But it's just things that you think about, don't you? So that brings me on to today's special guest. Right, so when the gyms open up properly, the gym, the boxing gym I will be returning to is Dallow Amateur Boxing Club. That was a club I was at. And it wasn't a club that I seeked out or heard about from someone. They were in the building that I used to run. So I knew them from that end. And I joined them one day. And the rest is history. It's kind of like a story of being in the right place at the right time. And to serve as a thank you from my end for helping me out, especially during the beginning of my fitness journey, and also to promote the club and their reopening, I wanted to bring on their chairman and head coach Mossin Khan. I wanted to speak to Moss specifically because he was my first boxing coach, the one that proper said, oh come on you can do it, you know, whatever, cool. And he always fascinated me because he's a young guy with similar in age, yet he took on this big responsibility in his free time to run a community club to help others get their goals out of boxing and more. So I can only imagine his shock or, oh wow, or 
oh, Grant's still interested in, in this sport when I contacted him to be a guest on this episode of Keep Going. So it goes without saying he's a great coach and a key person in, I can only presume, many people's fitness boxing journeys over the years. And he's here to share his journey in the sport, what he wants to do to help people and help people with that amateur boxing going forward this year. And one thing that I've learned about Moss is that he's a very busy guy. Pinning him down for this interview and this episode took a good couple of weeks, a good couple of weeks. So I'm really pleased that he took the time to join me and share with us his story, what he thinks about the sport and his goals and visions for the future for himself and Dallo Amateur Boxing Club. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Keep Going, Mossin Khan. Keep going. Welcome to Keep Going. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. How, how are you? I'm okay. I think, you know, considering everything... I'm still standing, still positive, so it's all a good thing. I was thinking, okay, well, how do I start this piece of you? Because, you know, it's kind of, I could go from any angle. But what I do go back to is I go back to January 2019 when I first knew of your existence and the club's existence. It's funny to kind of... Well, it's been quite a while, hasn't it? It's been a while. And it's funny to kind of think, wow, nearly two years later, from simply being the guy that ran the building, trying to make you all settle in, I'm now in my own way, involved in this sport, influenced by the sport, whether it was intentionally or not, I've come out on this side of a show about it. So it's quite the journey of how yeah. things have gone on, pandemic aside. So it's quite interesting. And yeah. out of respect, I wanted to bring you on because you were one of my first coaches that I really knew of. And oh, sure. what intrigued me about you was the fact that you were a young guy, you are a young guy, but you were young took on all this responsibility as a coach, as a chairman of a club. How did that all start for you? It was a funny story, actually, because um, I started boxing when I was 16, right? First come to the club at 16. And I got involved with, you know, helping out and this, that, the other. I remember um, from joining the club, from being at college, it was kind of just a, kind of a pastime, a hobby. But I think the coaches kind of saw I had a bit of potential to like teach and because I was a quick learner, you see. <clears throat> so I learned very quickly. Within a few months, I was up to speed. And I think because of my age and I, obviously my, a lot of my friends were there at the time, they saw me as a person of influence, I think. So what they said to me is, because oh, you're good with the people, they kind of listen to you. You've got, you got that respect with them. They said it'd be good to have somebody young with us because I think the coaches were a bit older, you see. This is someone who's yeah. kind of like on the same social platform as, as the people coming to the club and that way um, maybe you know you can probably get your points across a bit more easier so I was like okay so they said to me do you want to come give us a hand with the coaching and I said to be honest with you I wasn't interested <laughs> when they first asked me I said to them nah, not quite sure I said I'd rather box and, and, and kind of because I was studying at the time as well I said it would be a bit yeah. difficult for me and they said, nah, they said, nah, just calm down. And they said, have a think about it. We'll fund the course. We'll put you on the course. And I said, um, maybe give it a pass. A few months of convincing. I remember it was summertime and they said to me, the course is coming up September. They said to me, just go on the course. We're going to pay for it. So I said, all right, you know, if you guys are that desperate for my help. I mean, <laughs> they, had <it> under- <laughs> they had it under control, honestly. Um, but it was just like, I said, all right, if you guys really want me to, I'll do it. Got my level one coaching. Uh, and before you know it, I just got stuck in. So um, I was running my own session and I already had a background in science anyway. So I knew about kind of diet, nutrition. Uh, I had that enthusiasm, that energy. They said to me, you know what? You've got the passion. They said, you've got the knowledge. They said, let's step up a notch. So I ended up just working my way up. And after a year or two, I found myself being head of the club. The early part of it, you said that they noticed that you had a lot of good influence on these young people. Is there like, was there like a point where you, knew, where you noticed you were getting through to these young guys? Or was it something well, that you thought, I think I was doing that. 
Yeah, um, I think what it was, because a lot of them were around my age group, you know, same college, sometimes school, boys from the area. So, I mean, you know, when you're, when you're 16, 17, sometimes people don't have a lot of respect for some of the elders sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, people are playing Jack the Lad or whatever. Some of my friends used to come and mess around at the club. And I was always kind of like the sensible one, the mature wow. one, you know? So I always say to them, I was like, guys, look, show some respect, you know, pay attention. The guy's trying to teach you. Sometimes they let people in for free, you know what I mean? To come and train. Because the point of the club was, it's more of a voluntary thing. So the point of the club was, whoever wants to come can come. If, if you don't if you can't, don't have the financial means, it's no problem. You come in, at least it's something that's going to keep you busy. You're going to use your energy in a positive way, yeah. right? So um, some people were there, they're not, I mean, free of charge. And it's like, if you're here for free of charge, at least have the courtesy or, you know, show a bit of respect at least to, to the coaches who are giving their time to teach you. So from me, from that kind of perspective, I was kind of, I mean, at the time, I, I wouldn't really say I noticed too much. I had the influence, but they obviously noticed it from the outside. Because when I yeah, you know, joined yeah. the club, I noticed that all of you, the coaches, very calm in how you wanted the boys to be in terms of respect levels. And everything. Now, yeah. it didn't always go through to every single guy. That's not going to happen, you know, to everyone. But there's a certain standard that you expect of them. And whether you get it in return, yeah. if you do get in return, great. If you don't, well, let's see what we can do with you do you like that challenge of every guy's different yeah i think it's something you have to expect i mean mean, not everyone's perfect and everyone has their own challenges right yeah so i think it's one of them things where people come to the club and we we like to assess a person so like i mean we have no problem with people coming um training as a hobby or just a pastime or people who want to maybe take it further and maybe you know compete in the sport and make it into maybe a career you know for us it's kind of more like individual development so we'll bring someone someone will come to the club we'll bring them into you know certain parts of the class assess them sometimes the respect thing you're right it's not there but i think with time i think boxing teaches you that discipline and it teaches you how to respect people so that's one of the big plus points of the sport it's actually it gives you it gives you values you know i do i do feel like being in, in a good environment like boxing like at the boxing club that we have it, it definitely teaches you how to respect others. And and obviously, you know, you give respect, you get it back, right? You said that some guys come in with that knowledge or the respect as well. For the older guys, because I yeah. obviously, you know, using my example, I was older, so I was an adult, so I knew what respect was. And yeah. so we come in knowing that, so you don't necessarily have to be taught that, but you want to be taught something else that, that you might be lacking in yourself. Like for me, yeah. I, was, I was like, okay, let's do this as a fitness thing. But yeah. as time's gone on, I thought, oh, wow, maybe doing this sport has given me a confidence that I was lacking or that I kind of pushed to the side and now it's come back. Boxing, boxing, it brings a lot of values. It can teach you a lot of things. I mean, one of the things is respect, right? Going Mm -hmm. back to your question, but generally it teaches you a lot of life lessons. It teaches you a lot of values, a lot of moral moral kind of uh, instincts, you know? It instills them values in you because the thing is, boxing is a tough sport. Um, and, and And the more you train and the more you push your body, going through all that pain, the time it takes you to kind of develop them skills, you need patience, you know. You need to be able to listen to people. You need to be able to lead by example sometimes. Your fitness, for example, I noticed when you came to the club, your fitness was quite good yeah. compared to something you started. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So, for example, leveraging off that, somebody who's got a good fitness level, if we're doing circuit training or if we're doing some kind of intensive exercise, you know, sometimes a person might get tired or get a bit fatigued. And, yes. and sometimes having someone near them who has that willpower, that drive to keep going, to keep pushing, sometimes is enough to push a person beyond their own limit. Or maybe it gives you that inspiration to motivate you. Other values, they follow suit as well. Somebody who's maybe has good manners or good respect, I feel like if you're putting yourself in a good environment, you're going to develop them habits as well. Exactly. So um, you kind of learn from other people as well, saying, oh, that's working for so-and-so. I'm going to try and get like 
take that influence yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. And you want to learn of other people. So it's, it's, I think that's what's very important about a boxing club, you know, to have people in there who are role models for other people. It's true. But, um, it's having that community spirit as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You mentioned the word um, fatigue. That's definitely something that's in any type of workout. It's something that everyone gets. We all get, we all get tired and exhausted. How do you, yeah. have you ever had that yourself? Do you, how do you overcome that? Uh, that's the probably boxing because obviously boxing being a high intensity sport is, uh, you know, the lactic threshold you have to push through. Uh, working at such a high pace and high intensity, I mean, stamina is a, is a massive challenge in boxing. And in fact, from what I've seen in my experiences, especially in amateur boxing, stamina is something that would win you a fight. A lot of the times you have good boxers who go into matches or go into fights, have, you know, a very good skill set. But, you know, after one or two rounds, they tire, they fatigue. And then that's where people who might not be as good as them take advantage, you know, and, they, and mm. the judges like to see people who get stamina. Going back to your question, I mean, when I started off, of course, I was like anybody else, you know, your average Joe, my stamina was not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something which, I mean, without stamina in boxing, honestly, you, can't, you, you can never seriously take the sport or you can never do, you can never achieve what you want to achieve without stamina. Or the majority of people don't enjoy doing road work or skipping or cardiovascular activities, you know, in that sense. Because, I mean, it's not easy to get up in the morning, go for a run or mm. uh, late at night. But it's something you have to do because if you don't, you're going to fall behind. And you and, and it stops you or prevents you doing the other the other bits of training. You know, if you want to hit the pads or the bag or you want to get involved with some of the group activities, sometimes if you're not fit enough, it's, it's very difficult. Um, it's important to listen to your body as well. So say if you yeah. are aching, it is okay yeah, to take a pause. I remember early last year, I think I was saying it to you, actually. I said, okay, I think I'm going to slow this down and stop. And yeah. that's probably one of my biggest regrets is saying, I'm not going to do this anymore because I was just simply tired. I was exhausted. So what I'd done was yeah. take a break anyway, yeah. not knowing that we'll be in lockdown like weeks later anyway. <laughs> but I took some time off and then came back more mentally ready and I've carried on ever since. The thing is, Grant, right? It's a very intensive sport and it's not easy. It's a lot of stress on the mind, you know, especially mm-hmm. pushing your body every session. It's something which is very difficult. And this is why you see a lot of people who go, who do this as a sport, as a profession, you'll see them, they maybe have three, three month camp, right? So 12 weeks of high, hard intensive training. And after their bout or after their fight, they normally have a nice break afterwards, you know? Yeah. Take their yeah. mind. I mean, it's not one of them things where you train year round, like some other sports, like people who are, for example, in a football season will train throughout the whole season, right? Week in and week out. But with boxing, it's something, because it's so hard on the body, you need to recover. And that's not just physically, it's also mentally. So the thing is, at the club, we try to push people because sometimes it's, it's knowing Sometimes knowing your limits is something which people struggle with. You might think you're tired or you're fatigued, mm-hmm. but sometimes just that little bit of motivation, right, it, it pushes you to a different level. And you think to yourself, wow, last week I could only manage this and this week I've done this. So it, a lot of it is mental. But at the same time, you have to know where your limit is. I mean, if you are getting pains and if you are feeling a bit too fatigued, there's no problem taking it easy. I think coming in... So the sport, I, I, I've been honest with listeners in past episodes, I didn't know much about the sport before I started training in it. Yeah. And it's something that I don't, didn't think I ever really took seriously. But when I took time over this last year to really study it and really understand the mental side of why people do it, I kind of matched other people's passion for it in terms of, okay, they might be fighters, I'm not, but it's, I've, I've kind of had to yeah. learn this sport out of pure willingness from my end. Do you think, mm. <clears throat> how do I say it? When people discover the sport, do you think it's something that has to be discovered when you're younger or is it something that can be discovered in your own unique way? I think the thing with boxing, right, it's one of them things you can do at any age. I mean, regardless yeah. if you compete or you don't want to compete, everyone knows that boxing is probably one of the best ways to get fit 
I mean, that's why there's such a big push for it. Whether you go to the gym and lift weights, if you go to a personal trainer, they'd always recommend you to do some kind of boxing training, you know, yeah, whether it's in yeah. the pads or skipping or, or doing the cardiovascular side of things. I mean, the workouts are very effective, whether it be if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying mm-hmm. to, you know, maintain your weight, weight management, basically, or trying to push for your stamina or get into general shape, right? Boxing is probably one of the easiest ways to, ways to do it. Yeah, because when I started, I dropped weight really quickly. Like, <laughs> it's insane, like, over, like, a summer period. And ever since that, yeah. I've maintained that weight up. It's never crept back on. So if you maintain it and be consistent in whatever workout you do, you'll be so okay. So boxing as a whole, right, consistency is key. And it's mm. one of the hardest things to do as well, to be consistent. But going back to your question, which was... No, I was just asking, like, okay, so I discovered boxing at a later age. So it's never yeah. too late to discover this sport, basically. Right, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's never too late. I agree. Because, I mean, all right, if you want to compete in the sport, yeah. uh, I think you'll find a lot of people who are who, who make it in the sport, who, are, who have successful careers and, and things like this, they start at a young age. Because yeah. to, develop, to develop them skills, it does take time. People learn at different rates. But the thing is, with boxing, the basics, just drilling the basics, will take you years. And yeah. it's one of them things... One of the things with boxing, the technique, you can always improve it. And with technique, it is about repetition. It's about yeah. ingraining them, their movements into the brain. So you don't think about how you throw a punch. You don't think about how you move. You just do it. Because I'm very precise in anything, any way of life. I'm very like, this is how I'm going to do this. So if I can get the technique right, then that's just yeah. satisfying for me. I remember when I started yeah. the fitness, like I said, this fitness side of thing wasn't really hard for me. That was something that I enjoyed. But when it came to the technical side, I was like, I ain't doing that. I ain't sparring. I remember you saying, I'm not sparring. And now I actually do it. And it's fine. I remember I, that. I, yeah, yes. Yeah. So I actually know. Am I perfect? No, but I know what the technique is to get out of situations and move after you hit your opponent. And that's and, something that's come over time. And a key thing as well to prevent injury, because yes. if your technique is wrong, you're more prone to get injury. You know, that's mm-hmm. the reason why we have certain techniques in boxing. It's, it's mainly to prevent yourself getting hurt. Number one, yeah. because I mean, if you're if you're going to go into the ring to get yourself hurt, it's not worth it, is it? So technique's key for that. And obviously, obviously the the main point of, of, of having good technique is is delivering, say, a, a blow or a strike with, mm-hmm. um, you know, sufficient power and speed. And obviously having, like, defence inbuilt with your technique. Yeah. Because the sport's all about hit and not get hit. But we always try to teach people correct technique. The younger you are, the probably the easier it is for you to learn. And that's yeah. something which is, if you look outside the kind of the bounds of boxing, so in terms of general life, it's always easier to learn things when you're younger, right? Because your brain is like a sponge and, and you pick things up a lot quicker. But as time goes on, you become a lot more mature in your habits. You become a lot more kind of, I want to say familiar, but a lot more um, used to what you do and a bit more comfortable in what you're doing. So like, it's sometimes harder to learn a new skill or sometimes harder to break an old habit, if that makes sense. Oh, yes, that definitely makes sense. My, one yeah. of my favourite sayings in boxing is don't get caught admiring your own work. Do you no, understand? That's true. It's so yeah, true. So very- once you've done like a combo... Or whatever yeah. it is, get out of there. Just move on to the next one because he's either going to retaliate, or you're yeah. going to lose your mark and get. Well, like again. I said, well, like I said, the point of, of boxing, the whole ethos of it is hit and don't get hit. You know, yes, it's about yeah. having scoring points and getting out of it. So um, definitely, that's a very good saying. What you said. Why did you never want to compete? Why didn't I want to compete? Yeah, I did. I did to be honest with you. Oh, you did. But, um, when I joined the club, I was thinking to myself, I want to compete. And there was times I was really pushing my fitness and pushing myself to do so. I think life just got in the way with me. I think I started working and studying yeah. and it became a bit difficult, you know, and I started co- obviously with the coaching as well. Yeah. It's like some days I'd come, I'd want to train myself at the class, yeah. but you know, enough coaches or they'd say to me, oh, look, we're short today. Can you help out? And I'd be like, oh, but I wanted to train today. Like, sorry, exactly. you know, we're, 
So it's one of them things. It's like, I think it's just a bit unfortunate the way it worked out. But you know what I mean? Things just happen. But if so, there's ever like a white collar charity event and they said, Moss, do you want to compete? Would that sound, even to this day, would that be something that you would consider? It always, like, I always consider it because it always comes, that question always comes to me. And mm-hmm. I always think to myself, yeah, sounds great. But then it's just having the time and the discipline to do the training as well. Because I find, I find that myself now, especially, very busy, you know, time is just, exactly, exactly. not the essence. And it's, it's, like I said, with the training and with the boxing, you need to be on it five, six days a week. I feel like when, as a person gets older, and this is probably something which might be a bit difficult for people who have responsibilities and have, you know, other things outside of boxing, if they wanted to compete, I mean, you have to really dedicate yourself to the sport. Mm-hmm. It's not something which you could just do, like, you know, on the side or part-time. It's, if, you, if you're really serious about the sport, you have to really give it time, you know, and, and that includes not just training, but diet as well. And recovery. And I think in life, if you want to do something, you will find the time to do it. So if people wanted to go down that route, you would. And if you, even if you were really busy, you would find a time. It's just that's just you how life to. is. You have, yeah. to, you have to have a desire in you to do so as well. Because, like exactly. I said to you, it's a very lonely. It's a very lonely sport. So when it I say is. lonely sport, it's just you in the ring, and it's just you outside the ring. Yeah. So when you're training, you go get up four in the morning, five in the morning, by yourself, go for a run. When the streets are empty, there's no cars. There's no one walking, do what you have to do. Get yourself to the boxing club. Boxing has numerous benefits. And obviously, it's one of them things where you can always learn, you can always learn a new skill. You can always, it always has something to teach you, put it that way. There's always some, yeah, there's like, always something to talk. Have you missed teaching in this last year with the club being closed? I have, I've missed the environment because um, yeah. obviously, with boxing being such a high close contact sport, it's, it's right at the, the top of the kind of COVID restrictions, you know? It's one of those sports where even when they kind of eased the restrictions last year with the boxing, it wasn't eased. The best they could do was um, you could maybe open the club, but you'd have to keep two metres apart. Yeah. You, you couldn't do no close contact like pad work or sparring. Yeah. Even group group activities had to be distant. And it was, it was very difficult. So I've missed, it. I've missed the environment of the club because, we, you know, the club is more than just boxing, really. It's a mm-hmm. community, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's community cohesion. People are coming out to socialise, to talk, to, to catch up on things. So there's that element to it as well, which which obviously, you know, you do miss. And do you have a plan for when things do hopefully ease up? Do you want to start that up again? Well, I've been talking with a few of my team members over mm-hmm. the last few weeks and I've been trying to put together. What I want to do is just get everyone, you know, back back together, back socialising, back training together. So what I'm thinking about doing is starting a session maybe once or twice a week, see how it goes, right? Where we have a coach who's leading the class, and we just, you know, get stuck in together, do some circuit training, a bit of shadow boxing, just get people slowly into the rhythm of, of doing things. It's a small step, but it's anything. It shows you, if people like latch onto it, it shows the guys that are committed to this or want to learn as well. So that'd yeah. be a good another way to thing, kind of assess people. Yeah, and another big thing, which um, we're getting a lot of feedback on, is obviously mental health yeah, mm. since it's lockdown. I mean, a lot of people are suffering without you know being secluded and isolated in, in their homes or whatever, missing out on social interaction. So I think this is a great way to kind of open up, you know, a platform for people to, you know, get back into things, training together, socializing. It's just it, it has numerous numerous benefits, both socially, physically and mentally. It's something which we're definitely gonna start soon. Imagine, I can definitely imagine you doing it and hopefully in time things get eased up it can be slowly and build up rapport again because it has basically been a year of people doing their own thing so it'd be interesting to see who's done what who you know because yeah. some might some might have not even stepped foot in the gym since March last year or some might have gone no. crazy some might have gone to parks or whatever so it'd be a good way yeah. of getting Dallow Club off again 
Another thing I was considering, right? What do you think about this? We might start to get members running it as well. So we're going to have people designing their own circuits, leading them. And that way it gives um, the person a bit more control. Yeah. Someone can express their, their kind of way of doing things. They learn more about themselves doing that too. And getting more people involved, basically, isn't it? I yeah, think something, something I've learned during lockdown is that now that I've studied the sport, I've continued to sport in my own creative way, I now have a standard that I want to keep up with, especially when I yeah. go back to clubs. So I don't want to go back to staying out of people's way and just, you know, keeping harmony. I want a standard to that I've kept up with. And I want a standard that other people want to get to as well. So it's a learning curve in terms of what you're good at, what others are good at, and just trying to hopefully get cohesion as well. I mean, when you say standards, you're talking about fitness levels or you're talking about just the way the club... Fitness level and the discipline as well. I'm very disciplined. So I I expect good things out of other people, especially if we're in the same environment. Yeah. So that's yep. the standard level I want as well. Well, that's great. Um, yeah, it's good, definitely a good thing to do. So yeah, so with these classes, I mean, it'd be it'd be good to see how people's fitness is holding up. I mean, it's been a year out, so yeah. I think we'd have to start off a lot. Well, pretty basic to be honest with you, yeah. as as easy as we can. Just a nice light light session, yeah. just to see how people are coping with it. And then maybe as the weeks go on, we might just ramp it up a little but, bit. You know, there is as you just, there is certain things I won't do now in terms of bit glad an injury last summer. So there's certain things I won't do now. That's just me being sensible. But other than that, yeah, I've, yeah, come, yeah. I've come through that injury and um, I still carried on, which says a lot as well, because yeah. I could have got hurt. I got hurt last summer. I could have stopped right there yeah. and go, well, that's it. But I worked through it and it's actually made me stronger as well yeah. mentally. And you know, that's something we've always promoted at the club, isn't it? Mm. We've always said to people when they do get injuries, look, rest, yeah. be smart, rest it. But at the same time, when you feel you can, just start to become a bit more active, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes, like, I mean, it goes hand in hand with boxing. Boxing itself is something which teaches you to have that mental discipline, you know, to yeah. push through, break through barriers, to keep going, keep strong. It's one of them sports where you have to just keep positive and keep pushing forward, right? Keep fighting on. I ask all my guests this in general, in terms of what they want to do in their life. What keeps you going in terms of being a fitness coach, boxing coach? What keeps you going, especially coming out of all these lockdowns? Well, in terms of the boxing club itself? Yeah, it's coming, the- yeah yourself coming back properly reconnecting yeah i mean definitely and i think you know for us our boxing club i mean as you know right we, we don't do it for profits we're non-profit so you gotta ask yourself the question is why are we running a boxing club non-profit do you understand it begs the question isn't it it's, and, and the answer to that question is we don't do it for money or for, for financial gain we do it to benefit the community so for us uh, we have a strong kind of a moral um or i would say i wouldn't want to say ethical but moral i think it's the right word kind of ambition right which is to obviously benefit the community is to to better people around us is to build bridges between people of different backgrounds and cultures is to keep kids off the streets you know you know we've got a big issue in in, in the town generally of stabbings of obesity uh, anti-social behavior and all that kind of stuff and for us i think our boxing club is crucial we need to keep it running because if we close down if we stop doing what we're doing things are only going to go the opposite way you know so we're doing our piece to benefit people, to benefit families, to benefit towns. And you've seen sometimes the behaviour of certain individuals that come to the club. Yeah. Mine always showing, you know, the, the right kind of respect or discipline. But at the same time, we appreciate that, you know, things are difficult for people. And we're doing our part to to better better the community. And yeah, I think um, people do. You'll definitely do your part again. I think, you know, as long as you want in and you have the right team around you, you'll definitely get back out there for the people. Well, well, that's what keeps me going anyway. That's what drives us. Mm-hmm. So as a boxing club and even out of this lockdown, we're going to carry on going because yeah. we know we're doing good. We've had good feedback from people, from com- uh, communities, even from the council. 
they they appreciate what we're doing. They they help us at times when we need help with funding and, and things like this. And the individual, I think for me, when I wanted to have you on the show, it's also obviously explaining Dallo and your story, but it's also me showing my appreciation because I started off just simply doing it for a hell of a bit of fitness. And two years later, it's really helped shaped and got me through these last couple of years. So it does yeah. really help the individual. And that's me showing my appreciation as well. I mean, that's what it's about. It's about strengthening the community. It's about teaching and developing important life skills, I'd say, to people. Yeah. So it teaches you about discipline, about confidence, how to respect others. It promotes you to be determined, overcome challenges. There's a lot of benefits. I can keep going and going and going. But I mean, I've seen I've seen this in people, you know, from yeah. we've had the club running since 2007. And the thing is, you see how people change, you know, sometimes people come to the club or they're forced to come to the club by their parents. And when they do come, I mean, give it a few months, you see their behavior change, you see their mentality change. Uh, and it's a really good thing to see. You see how they challenge their energy in a positive way. And then, you know, it's just like you think to yourself, we've made an impact in that person's life. So it's something which we're going to carry on doing. And I hope people... Uh, you know, help us out and give us a hand because, like I said, it's voluntary. We always look yeah. for coaches and, and volunteers to help us. And it doesn't just have to be with boxing. It can be with the marketing, uh, advertising, who help us with our accounts. Whatever it is, we're always open to people coming to give us a hand. If people want to find Dallo Boxing Club on social media, is so we have a, we have a Facebook page which is managed by one of my coaches. Dalo underscore ABC Instagram page Dalo underscore ABC I thank you for coming on today it was like I said I really wanted you to be on just to kind of go back to how I started and what the club does for people and done for me as well and it's great to know that there's there's intentions for the club as well yeah great and hopefully maybe in the summer we can reopen or in the not too distant future and if we do I'm going to keep an eye on our social media we'll let everyone know yeah thanks for having me Grant I mean it's been a year (laughs) so it's good to catch up and yeah yeah, be on the same page thank you Moss take care well, there you have it. Moslin Khan there, head coach, chairman of Dallo Amateur Boxing Club in Luton. Do you know really embarrassing for me? When he was mentioning the social media for Dallo Amateur Boxing Club and he said Dallo ABC, I only clocked at that very moment that Dallo ABC stands for Dallo Amateur Boxing Club. But how slow am I? I'm not slow. How the hell did I not realise that? I just thought the ABC stood for something friendly, like it looked good on the marketing aspect. But no, Amateur Boxing Club, of course it means that, of course. And like you said, you can find Dallo underscore abc on instagram and on facebook for all the latest news and developments of the club reopening this year do you know it is going to be a good thing i am excited to go back to a proper boxing gym as long as it's safe and productive and we stay open i don't want to go back and it be shut again due to restrictions and i want to really get back into it so i look forward to that time and i am ready for it i feel like i've really worked hard in this last year to maintain as i keep mentioning and i've got to take that next step into getting back into normality for all of us really and clearly by the words of Mossin during this interview it's a good club to be at and community cohesion and getting the best out of an individual is always a good thing in no matter what avenue you do in life as long as it's a positive force on your life and others I want to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Keep Going with Grant Savage. If you like what you hear please comment, like and subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell anyone, download it, do whatever people do to listen to podcasts. I'm Grant Savage, you can find me on Instagram at grantsavage1 As always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive. Keep going, everyone. I'll speak to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Keep going.